Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, there's not a lot of basketball news out in the world, but we are here. It's Pushing Through. What's going on in your world as we enter closer and closer to the Detroit Lions taking over the football world? Boy, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds I just want to get you excited for the Jared Goff era. I'm yes, ready. Yes, I am. You know, shout out to Jalen Rose. He had an event here, I think it was on Monday. I wasn't able to attend this year. Uh, the Jalen Rose Foundation. Yeah. Leadership Academy, right? Yeah. Leadership Academy. So she want to shout out here for Detroit. But I would love for the Lions to take over. <laughs> I just wanted to get you excited on a Tuesday. You know the what NFL. I mean? I mean, that just sounds great. We're due. I mean, we are due. We're due for a little luck. I'm looking for luck this year. So I'm excited. I don't know what's going on in the basketball world right now. We We need a little basketball world. You and I were talking about. The Philadelphia 76ers prior to the yeah to the show. So uh, wherever you want to go, let's go there. I, th- I think we can go there because we've talked about Ben Simmons. And uh, I think the, the question that you posited to, the, to Ben and what you would ask him is, Ben, do you want me to tell you the truth? And uh, we continue to, to move along this path. There's been a lot of headlines, you know, that, you know, the Sixers would trade him here. But then the Sixers would, you know, said that they needed this many first round picks. And then Ben Simmons only wants to play in California. Now there may be a holdout. There's all these headlines. But then again, he's still in the Philadelphia 76ers. We still have Doc Rivers. We still have potentially a conversation that could happen. But with all the drama, all the, the headlines and things, BJ, what do you read between the narrative uh, with Ben Simmons as he, sit, as he decides he may sit, sit out with the Sixers this season? Well, the narratives are always interesting to me. Because <laughs> they're so far from reality, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's like know, the tabloids. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to this, <laughs> and I go, okay, is that what they're saying? And then the fan base will say this, and then these take on their a life of their own. Everyone's okay. shouting into the void, yes. I think if there's going to be a trade, it's going to happen right before training camp begins. Mm. If you are a team that is really serious about trading for Ben Simmons, you want to trade for him right before training camp begins. Reason being is there's a lot of news and activities that will be going on, and you can get him there, and then you can begin to build the team. Now, I've been hearing all of this posturing about going to L.A. team, so forth and so on. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Financially, it just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense with the Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, the Kings would be the only California team and the Warriors, of course, if they were able to work out a deal. Okay, that's fine. Provided that's what the Philadelphia 76ers want. I don't see anything on you know, the Kings that the Sixers could add up, match up with, Ben for, Simmons, yeah. For, no, to Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're saying to actually build out a team. Yeah, the, yes. You, 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 you don't have Joel Embiid, and you're not trying to go for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we can't forget that the Sixers, they had the best record in the, in the Eastern Conference a year ago. And Danny Green, their starting shooting guard, got hurt in the playoffs. Now, when everyone gets done – figuring out what's what and who's who and where's where and all those things. The Philadelphia 76ers have a goal to win the final game of the season. Doc Rivers did not go there to get to the playoffs. He didn't go there to lose in the second round. You have not one, two all-stars. 
arguably you have another guy who's playing at somewhere near an all-star caliber and Tobias Harris. Mm -hmm. They have young pieces and then they're trying to maximize their team by putting in role players who could fill the void so that they can the Seth Curry's, the Danny Greens, the Matisse Tybels, yeah. year in and year out. Because this team should, and they just told you what their plan was. They just extended Joel Embiid to the max, the super max, mm -hmm. if reports are accurate. So you're not <laughs> extending a guy to a super max with an idea of, hey, we're just trying to make the playoffs. <laughs> okay? And you're in Philly. I just threw that in for our producer. Yeah, Midas here. Uh, Midas, yeah, Midas knows Midas. that. Okay. He feels okay. that. Now, so what do I see? But what do I know? I don't know anything. What do I see? <laughs> the California teams have reported, okay, Lakers, no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why? Because they would have to give up another max player. Because LeBron or Anthony Davis, yes. And that's not, not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Now you go to the Clippers. Kawhi, Paul George. Not going to happen. Not have that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now let's go to Golden State. <laughs> well, well, before we go to Golden State, let's go. Well, let's go to Golden State because it's 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 Steph Curry's not happening. Klay Thompson's not happening. So now you're left with Draymond is the only one that's really in the conversation. But Draymond or, and Joel Embiid aren't going to win yeah. a title. Yeah. Okay. So that's. Or they don't really fit to win a title, I should say. It, it, that's not fit. And then Wiggins doesn't fit, even though he's at a big salary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then let's go to the clip. Let's go to the Kings. You have Fox. Who else you got? You got and Buddy Hill. You got Fox, and then maybe Fox, you get like a Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler. who had a good rookie year. Okay. But again, the time the timelines don't match up if you're trying to okay. win now. So uh, that's not happening. Okay. So now that we're done with playing that little game, okay, when you look at it, okay. Now, let's start really looking around the league. Yes. Unless you and I pretend like we are an executive and we have two goals. We have three goals, really. We want to win the press clippings, mm -hmm. right? We want to look at our basketball team, okay? And then we want to try to build actually a team. Okay, so you have Joel Embiid. What's the first thing you need around Joel Embiid? Shooting. Yes. What's the point of having Joel Embiid if you're not going to build shooting around him? So let's begin to look at all of the players who can actually shoot <laughs> to complement <laughs> a player that we know is going to probably play from the low post predominantly. Now, can he step out? Yes. Yes, but, we but, but his space it, is in the post. Yes. His space, a la... Jokic, mm -hmm. a la Giannis, DeAndre Aiden. a la most DeAndre. Yeah. You want to probably surround him with shooting, but let's just pretend <laughs> like you and I are trying to actually build a team other than just putting narratives out. Let's pretend we're just, this is just for an exercise. Okay. You follow me, Tate? Or yeah, I'm, follow, with I'm, me? I'm, I'm okay. with you. I'm right there. So now we say, well, we're probably going to try to pull a shooter around him. And knowing that Ben Simmons was the predominant ball handler on the team. Yes, basically, Actually, basically the point guard. He's the point basically guard. Basically the point guard. Yes. So now let's identify, Tate, if we are trying to build a team. <laughs> just, this is just, we're just pretending here. This isn't real. We're just pretending that we're going to try to replace our predominant ball handler 
who could potentially, because the one thing that the Sixers say they are lacking is a ball handler who could actually shoot. Think about that take. Everything else Ben Simmons does exceptionally well. He rebounds well. He passes well. Defends well. He yeah. defends well. He actually is 6'10", and he's a multiple defender. He's One through five, he says. Defender. Yep. He does everything well except score the basketball. So let's pretend that we are trying to identify the one category that we want to add to our team and give up the least amount of other players on our team so that we can continue to build our team. So now, who looks like a player that can actually shoot and run a team? Dame. Let's go around the league. Let's just go around the league. Okay, who did you just say? Dame Lillard. There you go. Tate, this isn't hard. All of these narratives and all of these things, <laughs> this is what drives me crazy. This isn't hard. We've made it like incredibly, oh, this is what's going on. Sources say, there you go. Now, if it's one word, when you talk to every team in the league, is everyone is looking for the disgruntled star player. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone's looking for. Everyone wants Carl back. Towns, you know, when, he, when he's free up. Yeah. There, there you go. There, but if you put Carl Towns along with Joel Embiid, yeah, you, you like the talent, but you say it may not fit. Yeah, it's kind of when Boogie and AD were together, you know. Yeah. You like it. You but like it, the talent, but it may not fit. Yep. So it, let's pretend, though. We're just pretending. We're just pretending. This is not real. We're <laughs> pretending. The real world is... Also pretending. That's the real world. It's a different pretending, yeah. In this world, if we are pretending that we're building a team, we want to build a team with to complement one another. We need a score. We need a ball handler so that we can have an inside-outside combination, and then we fill in the pieces around that. So let's pretend you had that player that you just named, okay, along with Tobias Harris, who is a mid-range wing player. And now you have a low post threat, and then you can build around that. That seems like a pretty good matchup. You have three levels all covered. Okay. Let's pretend if you are the other team, and you're saying you could potentially get back a player like Ben Simmons, a potential player like, I don't know, they may get a Maxi or somebody else in the deal. Then you add CJ McCullough and they just signed Norm Powell and Nurkic, and I'm not saying it's a championship caliber team. But you but got a franchise deal. player, and you and you got a real shot. You got a real starting five. Yeah. Okay. That's the pretend world. See how <laughs> you? I, we didn't even have to go around the league. See, when you start looking at this for what it is, you can stop playing all of these games. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens. When you when I I'm like, what are these people looking at? Like, what's what are they talking about? Okay, Tate, I'm not saying that's the player, but you need a player like that mm-hmm. if you're going to contend now. If you're going to contend now, because that's what Philly's trying to do, and then you need a player, a young player like a Simmons to say, you know what, we're going to give him an opportunity to grow his game and do what he truly, he's at least he said he wanted, or the narratives have been he wants to see. If he can be the lead guy 
and run, and run his own team. Yeah, because this is Joel Embiid's team. So, a player like that, to me, is the player that they are trying to identify with. And the longer you wait, once teams start losing, once teams become disgruntled, now you got a deal. And, every, Everyone, and everybody knows it at that point. Everybody yes. know, You just got to be patient with the deal. Why? Because Philly is aware that, you know what? He's probably going to be moved. <laughs> but at some point, there will be another player, Tate, that will want to be moved. And you got to find the right player and the right combination that fits both of the needs. And you can address those needs. Because why? Because... They could say everything they want to say about Ben Simmons. And I've said it before and I'll say it now. There's no perfect player, but Ben Simmons is a terrific talent. Yes. He's a and if you told And a me, unique talent. And if you told me that Ben Simmons, if I were coaching a team or starting a team and my first player would be Ben Simmons, I would be really, really pleased with that. So for all he doesn't do, and if the only thing he can do is score. Well, I'm in pretty good shape. I'll, I'll figure that out. <laughs> I'll, I'll find I, scoring. I, They're scoring around. I will around. figure that out. Yes. Okay, I'll figure that out. Provided Ben Simmons shows up to the court, I'll figure out all the other parts. Mm -hmm. So I think that is what they are doing. I think that's what – if Daryl Morey is excellent at what he does, I think the rest of the league understands what they need to do. And I think now it's just a matter of time. It's not if it's going to happen. It's just when is the perfect time for this to happen. So look for a guard that can be paired up with, with uh, Joel Embiid that will allow them to continue to compete because the Eastern Conference has gotten better, okay? Milwaukee won the championship. They are mm -hmm. the defending champions. Yes. You have Brooklyn. You have Atlanta. You have the Knicks, you have the Bulls, you have Philly. You have Miami. All these teams, you have <laughs> Miami. All of these teams are all in. So Philadelphia has no reason to just give Ben Simmons away because with Ben Simmons, say what you want to say. They could easily have the best record again when this all when when the dust settles, mm -hmm. when it all clears. Which to me feels like the conversation that, you know, you hope that somebody, if you want to keep in there, that someone's having that conversation with them and says, we were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference last year. We had a real but shot. Again, in the pretend world, mm -hmm. we're saying that here. In the, in, the, in the world that we keep talking about, the narratives and all of that, which is the real world, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We just want to, we, we love the rumors more than actual than the reality. Actual facts, the reality of what's going on. Ben Simmons is a terrific, terrific talent. He may be an unfinished product right now, but no one is saying, if Ben, if ben Simmons had a consistent jump shot, just a mid-range jump shot, he's in the contention for MVP of this league, year in and year out. This player is a premier talent in the NBA. I don't care what they say. Mm -hmm. They could say, so what? He passed up a layup. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that, let me get Ben Simmons. 
Okay, let me get ben, let me get Ben Simmons so I can see the same thing. He could do everything else except shoot. Okay, that's fine. That's a good starting point. Mm. <laughs> it's a good starting point. Now all of the other things that's going on that we can't see, then that's that, that comes with coaching and knowing who and all of those things. But if you're just looking at talent from afar, you can't argue his talent. You can't argue his impact on the game. And you can't argue his contribution to winning. Mm. Now, you don't. You never know a player until you coach him. Now, we won't know what Doc knows until we actually coach him for a year, and we can say, "Oh, now we understand." Mm-hmm. But if we just you and I just on our television set, oh man, give me some Ben Simmons all day, every day, twice on Sunday. I, I hey, I'll take him. Mm-hmm. I'll take him all day. And that, that's why it's kind of scary if you're Philadelphia because you are, you know, you go from the number one seed, but like you said, everybody in the Eastern Conference is really ramped up. I mean, we're talking about, you know, if you go to the bottom of the Eastern Conference, the Pistons got better, the Magic got better, Cleveland got better, Toronto, Chicago, Charlotte, you know what I mean? Indiana gets Rick Carlisle. Like every single team in the Eastern Conference well, is bumping up a level. So you're, if you're Philadelphia, you don't want to be in a position where you lose a transcendent town and then you you inevitably take a step well, down. Okay, so tell you, all right. The key word for us in this discussion is building a team. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is a great talent. You and I are going to pretend like we're actually building a team. Great talent, a transcendent talent, doesn't mean that it's a great team. Mm -hmm. What's the right fit for this group? If we're going to build around Ben Simmons, we have to acknowledge what Ben Simmons does well and what he doesn't do well. The one thing he doesn't do well now is score the basketball at a consistent rate from distance because you can't have a big and put him on the floor with people who can't score. Mm. Does it mean that Ben Simmons isn't a great player? Does it mean that he isn't, he may go on to be whoever he's going to be. But if you're going to play with a, a dominant big, like a Joel Embiid, you have to surround him with players who can give him the space so that he can be the player he's going to be if that's how you're going to build your team. Just because you have great talent doesn't mean it's a great team. Which is which was also the the argument against the process the entire time when it came to team building because the what looks best on paper doesn't translate to the actual reality of playing the game all the time. As we always said, Tate, and you've heard me say this many a time, there's an art to building a team. Mm-hmm. There's an art. If we if we truly understood the art of it, we all would have picked the Warriors when they drafted Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and those guys. We all, but we didn't know. But when it works, we are like, oh my gosh, this works. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this. It works. Well, why does it work? I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure, but it works. And as they say, if it ain't broke. Don't, you know, don't mess with it. <laughs> if it ain't broke, Tate. Mm-hmm. So now what we do know, if you are a big, it's the history of this game. You better surround them with spacing. 
You better surround him with spacing. I mean, look at Dwight Howard in 09 with the Magic. I mean, it's we, Dwight we with Hedo and all these guys the, around him. Yeah. If you have a great player, that great player should, at the very least, provide a double team so that the players on Milwaukee can have the space to shoot. Mm -hmm. Pat Connaughton gets an open look because of Giannis. <laughs> What's the point of playing with these great players, Tim Duncan and Jordan and Magic mm -hmm. and Bird, if you're not going to surround them with the proper spacing so that they can be great. Mm -hmm. This is the argument of team building that instead of let's just keep going with the rumors, we're actually trying to build a team here. We actually know that Joel Embiid could have easily this year, easily if he doesn't get hurt, he could have been the MVP this year. Mm -hmm. He was playing at that level. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Before he got injured, I think it was in Washington, I believe, this year and luckily he came back, he could have been the MVP mm -hmm. over Jokic. It was those two all year, going back and forth. 40-point okay. game, 15-assist so, game, 20-rebound games. I mean, insane. But if you surrounded Joel Embiid with shooting, let's say you surrounded him with a Bradley Beal or you surrounded him with a Jason Tatum or someone like that. I'm just using them as examples. Those Examples, right. Devin Booker. You know, that's why we're excited about Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, Okay. If you can have this balance, you got something. You, you have something. You have now a team. Now you have a team. So I think Philly understands that. I haven't spoken to Doc or Daryl Morey about it. So I have, I'm just, just you and I talking here. And I know those guys understand this. And I know those guys in the end are going to do this. There's nothing else to discuss other than saying we have to wait, we have to be patient, and we have to identify the next disgruntled player mm -hmm. who's ready to move that will complement because Philly had the best record in the Eastern Conference just a year ago, Tate. Tate. And they're not far away. They're probably just a player away. And you said, and you said it, a fit away, you know, and it's one of those a fit away. Exactly. They're not even a player. They're just a fit away. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if Danny Green doesn't get hurt, maybe we're not even having this conversation. That's how close they were this year. <laughs> yeah. And Joel Embiid, by all accounts, could be the only thing that Giannis can't guard at the five position. You know what I mean? Tate, that, say he, what you want. <laughs> say, you can say what you want. No one in the Eastern Conference, no one in the league can guard Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. No one in the league can guard Joel Embiid. Now, it, how y'all say it? Big facts. <laughs> no one can guard Joel Embiid in the NBA one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So I don't care how many threes Brooklyn scores if those guys are healthy. No one on that team, is it Bruce Brown? Is that his name? Is that, is that, is that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Brown is not guarding Joel Embiid, Okay. <laughs> Blake okay, Griffin so and Bruce make, Brown, yeah. That's not guarding Joel Embiid. KD can't guard Embiid. Now, that's not happening in that series. So they better shoot 100% from three because Joel Embiid is going to shoot 70% plus. Just like you saw with Giannis. Mm -hmm. and, so, then, and then if they start making threes, he or Giannis, it's a wrap. I don't care who you put. Anthony Davis... I don't care who y'all put on him. Rudy Gobert, the Warriors. <laughs> no one can stop Joel Embiid. 
If Joel Embiid is healthy, he's unstoppable. Gian, and you know I love me some Giannis. Giannis, there's nothing he can do with Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what Joel Embiid can do with him, but I know <laughs> he can't stop Joel Embiid. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Michael going up against Elijah Wan. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, Brooke, Brooke Lopez is going to give you a good... He's, he's going to give you a good, good, good effort. He's going to give you a good effort. No one can stop Joel Embiid. Yeah. Now, so you better meet this force with some force. Mm-hmm. Now, Joel, Joel, to me, the only other player that can counter him is Giannis. Because Joel Embiid can't stop him either. <laughs> and that's the, matchup kinda, we, that's the matchup we expected that's your, to see in the Eastern Conference. Now, Joel, Giannis and Joel, to me, are like, they're like, a collision, you know, they're like a force mm-hmm. of nature. Okay, because Giannis is a physical kid. It's like King Kong versus Godzilla. You know that movie when they made they, that? That's they, like that. They, 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 they <laughs> are physical forces that will collide, and you don't know how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, because neither one of them can stop the other one. Okay. So, I think moving forward, that's what Philly does. I, I don't see another option that they have other than trying to get a player that will allow them to stay on their journey of how to win the last game of the season. Mm -hmm. And there it is. I mean, you're waiting for that, like you said, that disgruntled star, whether it be Dame Lillard, whether it be Bradley Beal, whether it be Zach Levine, whether it be, you know, you you pick which one, which situation. We don't know which one it will be, but that's what you wait for, and you wait for the best fit for your team. And you've probably had those conversations internally to figure out which guy would be the best fit with Joel Embiid, and then you you go from there. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. If you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Back to Pushing Through. So here, here's the thing. And as far as all of these places, where are you going to go? Listen, let's pretend we are building a team. <laughs> let's pretend. We're just pretending here. Here's what all the executives know. Ben Simmons is under contract. Mm-hmm. At some point, he's going to have to play. Whether he plays in Philly or he plays somewhere. At some point, he's going to have to play. Now, it's not like he is a going to be, anytime soon, an unrestricted free agent. He's going to have to play. Mm. Now, this is the world that we live in. The other world can say all of the other things, and you can get distracted with it. At some point, everyone is going to have to show up to the court and play. 
Mm. Okay? Here's what every professional knows. Every pro. I didn't say every person who plays in the NBA knows. Every professional. <laughs> if you want to get traded. You play your way into a trade. You play your way into a trade. As Chris Paul did. If you want to, if you want to get traded in this league, and that will never change. This is why I was old school, new school. No, just tell the truth. If you want to get traded, you play your what you play yourself into getting traded. Mm-hmm. Play yourself, Chris Paul. I was I, I've always enjoyed watching Chris Paul play. What Chris Paul did to me in Oklahoma, I have the ultimate respect. Same. Not. I have the ultimate respect because he understood the mathematics of this game. And guess what? And it got him to the NBA Finals. <laughs> he understood the – see, let's just highlight this for 20 seconds because you don't want to be telling the truth too much, Dave. What Chris Paul did was one of the most impressive things that no one has talked about that I've seen in a long time. He played his way into a trade. He played it because he understood the mathematics of the business. It's a business tape. We could talk about who's got fans and who's the most popular. Okay, that's great. Chris Paul understood exactly what needed to be done. He had a game plan. And you know what I loved more than anything? Is him and Billy Donovan. I guarantee it, they had to have a conversation because both of them benefited from the professionalism that each of them that each of them accomplished while working together in Oklahoma. Billy Donovan goes on to coach another team. Chris Paul went on to play for another team, and they both have benefited from their professionalism that they did together. Mm-hmm. And they both had championship contender aspirations, but they weren't in that situation. But they Everyone acted as if they were. Yeah. Th- that's that's the game that we don't talk about enough. See, we should be highlighting that because I guarantee you this is how that conversation went. Hey, coach, you know why I'm here. I just came off of a championship caliber team. I'm coming to a team that probably is not expected to do anything, but you and I got to find a way to make this work. I'm going to do what I need to do so I can potentially move on, whether it's this year or next year. I don't know if you're going to be here longer after this year because you're on the last year of your deal but together let's work together to make this work because there's only one thing that gets this through this winning winning covers a multitude of sins mm-hmm. i guarantee you that conversation went like that before the season i could tell the way he coached chris paul i could tell the way chris paul treats shea alexander and all those players that was there mm-hmm. i can just tell oh wow that's how that good for i was like good for coach donovan he was on the last year of a deal Chris Paul, that wasn't his first option. <laughs> they made it work, and that's what being a pro is all about. See, I look for pros. Mm-hmm. I don't look for talent. I look for <laughs> pros. I look for, for, for professionals on and off the court because that's the only thing that's going to allow you to play the game at the highest level. So, you know, congrats to Chris Paul for what he was able to do. Billy Donovan, I saw you too. Okay. Shea Alexander, you had a perfect example of how to be a professional. So I'm looking for him now. And guess what? He got the max. I'm looking for him to step up to the plate 
now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now I'm looking for the Sixers to say, we know what we got to do. Everybody knows what they got to do. And I'm not mad at all of this, you know, distractions that they're putting out there. But let's put out there the following here on this program. Let's look for the next disgruntled star who can shoot. And that's to be the one that's going to get to Philly. And then when it happens, let's play this back and then say, oh, how did we know what was going to happen? Because this is the only thing that could happen, Tate. <laughs> this is, yeah. There's nothing else going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, one or two things will happen. Either he will figure it out, they will come to some understanding, and he'll stay in Philly. Or he will get traded, and they'll trade him for a person who can shoot, and da-da, and everybody will be ha- happy in the city of brotherly love. He'll <laughs> be happy to move on. And then, as to say, life goes on. One of those two things will happen. Mm. Mm. So, Ben Simmons, the situation will be solved at some point. It, it will not be outstanding. Yeah. As it always does. It always works itself out. Mm-hmm. You, you, talent is the one ingredient that every team in the league needs. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Mr. Ben Simmons, mm. has a whole lot of talent. Now, every, everybody can sit here and say, oh, well, we love our team. Nobody in this league is going to turn down Ben Simmons for the right, in the right scenario. He's that good. Mm-hmm. He's that good of a player. Now, what is it that they're looking to get back in return? The details, their financial, where they're at, where their owner wants to be, cap hole, da-da-da-da-da-da, and all those things. Now, that, you know, all of that's got to fit. So it's just not about a basketball decision. But I think that is the realistically, as best you can put it, to simplify what how this is going to play itself out because he is a ultra, ultra talented player. Yep. And he affects the bottom line. Why? Because defense is the first they, if they if this is true, defense wins championships. Well, Ben Simmons is on the right path. <laughs> okay. He may not be able to shoot, but I know it's one thing he can do right now. And he's been doing that from day one. He can defend. Yeah. That's what concerns me about losing him, you know, if you are the Philadelphia 76ers. If you are, that's what I'm saying. If he wasn't valued, they would have already moved him. Mm -hmm. He's valued. Now, I don't know, again, you and I don't have the luxury of being in the locker room and we don't know what happened behind closed doors. This is the part of the equation you and I can't see. Is it a relationship thing? Is the relationship, is it irreparable? Like, can it, has it gone too far? I don't know. You and I don't know that. We'll never know that. We're not in the locker room. But the reason this is, could be a very dicey situation is because this man is a championship caliber player. Mm -hmm. He's a championship caliber player. This is, the defense is the foundation for a championship. Well, he has that. He does that in his sleep. He does, he's done that from the first day. When I saw Ben Simmons in Australia play as a, as, a, as a young kid, I don't even know how old he was, 16, 17 years old, you could see that he could play defense. Now, just like watching Scotty Pippen, 
Scottie Pippen could always play defense. Now, when he <laughs> put the little jump shot, the little backboard, he started doing the finger rolls and all the other stuff. Now you're talking about a top 50 greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. You just don't have a 6'10 kid talking about what he can't do. Like, That'd be a good way for you and I to start our uh, executive careers. <laughs> Tate. <laughs> we'll be okay that with that. We'll, yeah, we'll find hey. shooters. Yeah, I, yeah I, well, I'll, hey, I'll call Tate, Wayne hey. Ellington. We'll, we'll start hey. putting together shoot Danny Green, Wayne hey. Ellington. We good. Hey, Tate, <laughs> we'll find us a few shooters. Now, hey, Tate, we'll find us a few shooters. Yeah, there's <laughs> shooters out there. That's for sure. Uh, one more thing, BJ, before we get out of here, I wanted to ask you. I just wanted to put it out there because I think we're going to do this, but 75 years at the NBA – there's talk they're yes. going to put out a, a top 75 list. You and I have oh, talked wow. about this, um, you know, off air. But I, I just wanted to, to put it out there that you and I, we need to put together our top 75. I, I think that's just uh, that, that's our next Man, phase as you we know get what? into the next season. That would be a lot of fun because there's so many wonderful, wonderful players. And that would be a great exercise. Yeah. And Do you think that we should include guys that didn't, like Dominique Wilkins, should he be included? Dominique in Wilkins, without question, should yes. be in the top 75 to ever play. I, I think so, you too. Know, a lot of people were saying that you can't go back, you know, and oh, go to. No, I'm going back. I'm going, I'm going back, back, too. Back. I think I'm going back, too. I think we I'm make our 75 and we go back. Because of the following. It, it, you know, we got to tell the truth. Dominique <laughs> Wilkins, and I'm not saying because I played against Dominique. Dominique Wilkins should have been in the top 50. The problem is, I don't know who you're supposed to take off when I look at the top 50 list. Yes. We should have added like, some more. We should have just said it was the top 50 and then put like 70 guys in. I don't know who was who you're going to take off. Uh-huh. Like, when you look at the list, there are some amazing, amazing players that have played in this league. So, you got the 50, and then you're going to add 25 more to it. That's tough. But Dominique, so Dominique is on my list. So you could take now I only got twenty four other players. Yeah. Okay. So we got so we gotta put a top twenty four together. But I was just doing the the start of this, you know, and start thinking about guys since the last list that you would add. And you know, the first name that came to mind was Tim Duncan. You know, you and I have talked about Tim Duncan. He'll be on this uh, list, I'm Tim, sure. Tim, Tim Duncan will be on the list. Kobe, Kobe will, will be on the, the list. Really LeBron nice. will be on the list. The list. You know, Steph Curry will Curry will be on this list. Really Durant really will be right. on this list. You know what I mean? It's a it's a fun thought experiment, you know, and then you try to figure out like, is Ray Allen on this list? You know what I mean? There, right. there's a lot of guys that are. Right. There, there's a lot Dwayne of talent. Wade Dwayne Wade, is yes, is on this list. You know, James Harden on this list. Yeah, it's Kyrie on this. List. Oh, see, these are good questions. These are good questions. You know, so, there's a, there. It requires some thought. It requires us to take a deep dive into this. But I am I really excited for this. But Dominique is on my list. Okay, that that was just the yeah. one thing I wanted to clear up before Dominique we start making our on, list. Dominique's on Dominique my list also. Is on uh, Dominique is on my is Alex English on this list? I th- he should be, the mid range assassin. Man, man, score! I don't know how many thousands <laughs> of points he scored. I mean, how do you <laughs> Too score? Many to He's count. got over twenty thousand points. I mean, yeah. you. So, you know, let's. Oh, wow. When are we going to do this? We, I'm ready to do this before the season. Yeah, that's what I think we should do. I think we should map this out. But I just wanted to put it in the ether that we're thinking about this. We're going to come together. Okay. We're going to form our own list. We'll do a little special episode, our top 75. Uh, but Dominique Wilkins is on both of our lists. And the last time we were at, you know, out and about in the world before, you know, COVID took over, we were at the NBA All-Star Weekend, and we hung out with Dominique Wilkins. And 
I told you after we left that conversation that I think he's the GOAT. You know what I mean? I, my whole life, you know, I've heard all these conversations about, you know, Kareem, Jordan. You know, you meet Dominique Wilkins once. You let him tell some stories. You let him, you know, uh, he's the GOAT. All time great. I think he's the GOAT. GOAT storytellers for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about Dominique is you just give him the microphone and you just enjoy the show. Just let him I mean, go. Dominique can tell some stories with the best of them. Oh, so. it was amazing. Oh, man, I'm excited for this exercise. That's good. Thanks for uh, bringing that up, Jake. That's uh that's exciting. I'm excited. I got to really think about yeah. this because a lot of great players like Dwight Howard. There's a lot of players in this era. Even like a Pal Gasol. I mean, he he could be in the mix. You know what I mean? There, There's yeah, there's going to be. About, yeah. You know, it's Tony Kukoc. Is it's Tony Jordan Parker. Whiskey, I mean. Tony Parker. <laughs> Ginobili. Yeah. Oh, wow. We got, a, we got some homework to do. I mean, we have some homework to mm. do. Mark. Tracy McGrady. You know what I mean? There's some guy, you know, that you. Vince Carter. Oh, wow. We didn't even talk oh. about AI yet. I mean, AI is definitely on that list. Oh, yeah, yeah. AI, AI is. Okay, Solidified. AI is on the list. Okay, AI is on the list. There's no debate here. Like, uh, some of them, there's no debate. Yes. AI yes. is on the list. Mm. Mm. All right, so we only have 23 spots. Yeah. AI and, and, and Dominique. And Nick, uh, we'll, uh, we'll lock those in. So we'll get the next 23 together, and uh, we'll report back. But uh, this has been pushing through. BJ, do we have anything else before we get out of here? When in water, my friend. You got to make waves. We will see you later in the week.